0: Good morning and welcome to Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. I'm Tamara McDaniel and we're here at the store. At 3000 West Springfield in Champaign, at the corner of Springfield and Duncan. Uh, you can join us here in person. You can also join us over the phone at 217 356 9397. That's 356 WDWS. Or text us at 351 5357. We have our experts standing by to answer all of your questions, including Marianne Metz. Good morning, Tamara. And John Weisgarver.
1: Good morning, Tamara.
0: Hey, good morning, you guys. And Steve Brown is uh off today well shopping break
1: oh is that it Uh,
0: not so much of a break then no it's always fun to hear you know what kinds of things though he sees yeah and, and and what he decides to try out you know bring into the yeah, it really store. is
2: interesting. We have a great team of buyers. They they've just done a fabulous job of trying to keep the store filled up and getting really interesting things and fresh, per- pertinent. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's been really cool.
1: Yeah. That's what's so great. Uh while Christmas is still fresh in mind, that's when they go and, and Purchase for next year. Purchase okay. Christmas
2: trees for next year. Yeah, you know, isn't that crazy? Yeah. Well,
0: I don't. I can kind of see it. Yep. You know, if you've just gone through the holiday and it, it, like John said, it's fresh in mind.
2: Yep, it is. And, and we've got a little bit of Christmas stuff that's on sale. Mm-hmm. Also, we've we've sold oh, yeah. down really well though.
1: Yeah. So, but they also have to place the orders so that they get in line for manufacturing. Oh my gosh, yeah. So that they can get it, get it placed.
2: Oh, yeah,
0: so yeah. they can start shipping it now to get it in time for the Christmas. <laughs> in time for October, right? <laughs> right? Yeah, there you go. But, yeah, Marianne, I'm glad you touched upon that, all of your Christmas items here at the Totally Christmas sale here at Prairie Gardens. Yeah. Uh, you still have, yes, it's whittled down some, but yeah. you still have a great selection of items. Yeah, there really is.
2: And it's a, it's a they're all, yes. I mean, serious sale. So it, it really does pay if you need uh, to freshen up your look or just need mm-hmm. to replace things you got broken by the cats and dogs or, mm-hmm. or kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or yourself. To do. Yeah. <laughs> or that. It can happen. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it happens, has been. It does. does. You know, and
0: not only that, but the things that you have loved and finally, finally have fallen apart. You know, yes. like, oh, really? I and mean, you hate to give it oh, up. gosh, but I've had that for 25 should, years. It doesn't <laughs> <really>? <laughs> It used to have pine cones glued to it, and those are gone, and it used to have this, and those are gone. Yeah,
2: it definitely happens, so, decidedly. Yeah,
1: yeah freshen, freshen it up. Nice. Uh, t-
2: speaking of freshen- freshening up, uh-huh. I actually took my porch pots apart before it got freezing cold. You did? So I could actually get them out of the soil, The, the what I wanted oh. out. Oh, yeah. And then I used, I had four pots decorated outdoors. And I put what I wanted to use just, and I didn't use all the elements, but I put them back together in two pots, and and it just looks great. great. some of that um, variegated ivy, um, some the the um, eucalyptus. I got the red eucalyptus, and with that variegated ivy or poly, it looks fabulous oh no it's boxwood box i'm sorry it was variegated boxwood not holly but it just looks great and then i put some sticks in it like brian said there's always room for a bird and a stick and that's these
0: right. these are just cut branches
2: yes actually i think it's the birch branches i just happened to have them at home and i thought well that'll make a nice architectural element and the the color contrast between the yellow green and the the red is really lovely so and it doesn't look christmassy nice
0: so well
1: yeah that's the but it thing. still
2: looks wintry yeah
1: because yeah. you want something to last through the winter. So, yeah, easy if you use the red berries, you know, just take those out. And, and like you said, you have the, all the mixed pine and the greenery and the, the sticks, and it's great for winter.
2: Well, you know what? Actually, with the uh, mixed pines, I took those and spread them around, stuck them in the ground around the garden where the, where the bulbs were coming up. And they shouldn't have. Oh, so I protected them with the evergreens. It, ma- it makes a great block. Just takes the edge off of the cold. Okay. So I mean, they're not. It's not going to kill them by any means. So don't anybody get frightened about their tulips that have started coming up. But. Um, It just takes the edge off of that burn, you know, what has a tendency to do when it gets to be zero. It was zero yesterday morning. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) I think it's
0: been that a lot lately, especially when we're talking wind chills.
2: But it's like we talk about with uh, Christmas trees. After you've taken them down, you put them in your yard or cut the boughs and place them in your yard for protection for animals and plants. It works for hellebores, you know, that stay semi-evergreen so that's it's a great way to just take the edge off of the winter
1: it sure is so recycle
2: yes or
0: uh, reduce reuse recycle i guess reuse
2: reuse or continue to use continue both of those things (laughs)
1: yeah uh, it's great for for the birds yes They, they love it yeah so and some things that happen to recycling uh They'll take uh, Christmas trees from, from, uh, and they'll take them and recycle by uh, mulching them. Chopping them up. And chopping mulching. them yeah, up. Right. Or they'll use them uh, in ponds for fish habitat. So,
0: oh, right. I've yeah, heard of that. There's a
1: lot of uses for
0: it. Yeah. Now, okay, before we leave the subject of birds, uh, I was looking around the heat. You guys had talked one time about the heaters for um, I have a sneeze coming up uh, <laughs> for the, for the bird bath. <laughs> for the bird baths, yeah. yes, because, and especially now that it's colder out and and the water is freezing,
2: it's really important to keep the water source there for your, for the birds because puddles are or things that they usually go to are frozen. And right. they can't get the water, and they really need it. Just, they need it as much as we do. So, um, if you have a bird bath that you can stick one of those heaters in, and it doesn't make the water warm by any means, it just keeps
1: a hole open. Just keeps it open. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. Good. And where do we
0: find them in the store? Are they towards the front where you have the bird feeders and the birding bird department?
3: Food? Yeah, certainly. we have
1: a whole yes. department of yeah. The birds. Yeah.
2: The bird department. The birding department. Yes. I think it's really important to, uh, especially right now, to keep up with uh, maintaining the birds. Yes. So.
0: Well, and not only to be compassionate for them, but also for their entertainment. <laughs>
2: I mean. Well, that's for sure. You know, and there's <laughs> such yeah.
0: a nice little sign of life And when you're here in the dead of winter. And, yeah. And they're still happy and bouncing around and whatnot. And yep.
2: Yep. Absolutely bless them. Yeah, absolutely fabulous. Yeah, we need to take care of them. Absolutely. And speaking of the cold.
1: Yes, it is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank I think you, John. we can. I think <laughs> that could be one of our subjects that we could talk about. Why don't we do that? <laughs> uh, you just uh, You just started uh, by talking about recycling the Christmas branches out yeah. of your pots and the yeah, Christmas sure. trees. What we were talking about. Uh, Protecting
2: your plants from this cold.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, uh, and if you'll notice, uh, I have some broadleaf evergreens, especially the rhododendrons, and uh, my pachysandra, right now when it's so cold, you'll see that the leaves are folded together. Yeah, I'll bet. And that's like a defense mechanism so that they don't transpire as much against the cold. Okay. Because just like like us, you know, we breathe in and out, and they they do the same thing.
2: My I have a uh, several camisipras, but the camisipras mops, the false cypress mops, the yellow one in my backyard, it's doing the same thing. It it draws its needles in. I can see through the tree now in the summertime. I can't see through it. Yeah. It's amazing. How interesting. Nature works really well. It really does, yeah. (laughs) Do you ever use an anti-desiccant on your uh, broad leaves?
1: Uh, I have not, uh, only because I feel like I have a lot of protection from the trees. True, true. But I think if you live Mm. in an open area and have a lot of wind, I think it's pretty essential. Yep. Especially for uh, rhododendrons, boxwoods especially, where um, they'll get a lot of a lot of uh, wind and sun it really helps keep them hydrated and I think that's one of the most important things is to make sure that the plants are hydrated oh, my
2: gosh yes who, who would think in December you're out watering I'm sorry but you should be or should have been right Uh it's really important to keep the water going up into the plants because that's what gets them through this kind of weather absolutely it does
0: yeah
1: I mean we had Up to 60 degrees in December. Yeah, we did. Where, yes, we should have been watering it. And and actually, we did water some of the containerized plants that we had here.
2: Yep, for sure. Especially in containers that that drain so well.
1: Yeah.
2: So it's important to do that. Um, I I was going to ask you something, and I forgot what it was. I'm sorry.
3: It's
1: okay. Oh,
2: I know. (laughs) I was thinking um, yesterday, beautiful, bright, sunshiny day the mm-hmm. sky was crystal blue and it was three degrees <laughs> perfect weather for that frost crack
3: mm-hmm.
2: that's uh, why i why we suggest wrapping trees in the wintertime trees that have smooth bark mm-hmm. um that's the exactly the kind of weather that that happens in especially young trees which typically almost all have has uh, more smooth bark um i did that Uh, several weeks ago I think I I talked about it taking burlap out and it it kind of looks decorative it's fun (laughs) yeah (laughs) I think the
1: texture of that is is great it It has that natural look
2: yeah it does and then a natural twine on it but um the the frost crack is what happens when the the air is so so cold and it just it just freezes everything brings the temperature down dramatically and then the sun comes out and hits the surface of those trees and warms it up and it expands and it cracks yeah
0: now is this the popping that i'm hearing every once in a while is I, it I doubt
2: it I, okay. I think that's just the the branches straining okay like 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 i do <laughs> 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 it's cold really I'm I'm not a cold weather person. I
0: am.
1: Seems like the older you get, the the less tolerant you I are. I didn't say that. Th- I'm speaking of myself. <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> okay. Because
1: what's the first to get cold? My fingers, and then my cheeks.
2: Your feet don't get cold.
1: Mm, not if I have boots on. Okay. Not so bad.
2: That's good. Well, yeah. I I just think it's important to. Th- to to prepare the, your house your house plants your outdoor plants and your trees and all of that stuff before December actually or in December and absolutely so that when temperatures get like this and you know they're gonna because we live in the Midwest um, they're prepared and you're not going to be disappointed in the spring the frost crack is really important because that, that can lead to insect and diseases uh, collecting in in the in the wounds. And it not healing correctly, and then the, those pathogens expanding and perhaps killing the tree. When no.
0: you're wrapping the tree, then are you how tightly are you doing it, and how thick are you making the wrap?
2: My burlap was uh, two thicknesses. Okay. You know, it was folded over. Uh, that I, I wrapped it around uh, from the soil. To the first branching, of course, okay. and it's not tight, but it's the twine is tight enough so it doesn't slip down. Okay, I wasn't counting on the squirrels climbing in it, though. They kind of that's pulled it down. I know. Yeah.
0: That, well, that's yeah. good to know because you know your experience now is is a good recommendation for us. Yeah, it's things to think about. That.
2: That's exactly yeah. that's what gardeners do. You know what happened to me. Yeah, so we <laughs> oh, learn. Oh, yeah, <laughs> to share our okay. experiences. That's how we learn. Absolutely. Yeah. And
1: the and the commercial uh, made tree wrap is is um, usually about three inches wide, and then you'll wrap it up the trunk, okay, up to as Ann said, from the bottom of the soil up to the first branching.
2: It's kind of cool. It's kind of like a a plastic a white plastic um, spring. so it coils up, you know, you could bling. Oh, right.
1: oh, that one, yeah, I like that one too. The yeah. tree guard. Uh, it's especially successful against uh, critters. Yeah, if you've
2: got rabbit issues, and yeah. you know what, rabbits love to get out in this kind of weather and chew on wood. Yeah. So they can girdle a tree, which is not good. Because oh,
1: they want okay. they need moisture too, so that's that's one of the reasons they do and it. And
0: that's where a source that they can find it.
1: Yeah, I
2: hadn't
0: even thought about that.
1: I just.
2: Every winter is different, but a couple of winters ago, I remember people coming in and telling me, explaining to me what was going on in their yard. It's, oh, that's rabbits. <laughs> 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 oh, decidedly, that's rabbits. <laughs> so, you know, it just depends on the population and how frozen everything is, you know, whether they can get water from other sources or. Okay. They have to keep chewing, though, little chewing teeth.
1: Right. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they'll go. They'll go for roses. Oh even. my gosh! Yes. Especially the shrub roses that we don't do as much protection on a lot of times. Yeah. Yeah. Barberries. Yep. You know, doesn't matter.
2: I I think I told you, I when people ask, I want a, a rabbit-proof plant perennial. Um, <laughs> there's several that you recommend because typically. The squirrels and the rabbits don't like them. And allium is one of them, the ornamental onions that are so popular. They just look great. Well, I got some perennial um, ornamental onions, alliums. I can't remember the name of them, but it was a variety that I hadn't seen before. And I was just so proud of them. that They, they, they were doing well. They were doing well. All of a sudden, whoosh, they were cut off to the ground. The rabbit uh, ate them. Really? I couldn't believe it. Wow. I thought you were going to say
0: deer. (laughs) No, this this is in my my (laughs) fenced-in
2: backyard, which doesn't mean that deer couldn't get in it, but in in all the time I've lived there, I've only seen a deer in the neighborhood once. Yeah, so
0: yeah, I see it. more in time.
2: But you, John, you have to deal with deer all the time, don't you?
1: Every day, yeah.
2: Every day? Uh, Wow.
1: Almost, yeah. What do you do for them? Well, feed them? (laughs) Well, actually, no, my neighbor feeds them, so that is actually kind of uh, a good thing for me because they they want to tend to go to the food source of course <laughs> i mean why not Duh. why not <laughs> you know why have right to back. why have to scurry scaf- scavenger around when when it's right there, right for, there you. for them yeah that is yeah. good
2: did you like send your neighbors a thank you card
1: <laughs> they got something
2: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) This is Plant
0: Experts live at Prairie Gardens. Uh, You can join us here at the store, 3000 West Springfield in Champaign. You can phone us at 217-356-9397 or text us at 351-5357.
1: Another topic for uh, uh, going along with our winter protection is we certainly want to make sure that we are protecting our Our roses, our hybrid teas, and grandifloras. Absolutely. So that's a procedure that you should have done this past fall. Uh, And if you haven't, then I would certainly suggest doing it. You would uh, pile uh, wood chips, mulch on the crown area, uh, anywhere between 12 and 18 inches deep. Oh, wow.
2: This is the one time that you actually do want to put it on the plant, not just around the plant. Okay
0: yeah and a foot to a foot and a half deep, yep wow, I would not have that that always surprises me i don 't know why just how much mulch you should the, put on on something. different things
2: at different times of the year, mm-hmm. yeah so we'd never say that during the growing season oh to no. put to put mulch on on top of the plant no no, no no, 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 not even yeah. roses no. i I have the opportunity to to look at the roses that I have left that the rabbit hasn 't chewed down he 's still trapped in my backyard. <laughs> trapped or oh, oh, trapped in air
0: quotes <laughs> <laughs> no actually
2: he can't he doesn't seem to be able to get out i don't well he was a probably a baby when he got in oh yeah and now he's too fat to go out because it's, he eats well
0: it's do you, home do you have his jacket mrs
2: mcgregor no okay <laughs> just checking <laughs> but he he there's uh the older rose bushes he doesn't like so he doesn't, they're they're still standing. But some of them still have flowers on them that are freeze-dried. It's just crazy. <laughs> but that's why you don't want to trim the shrub roses particularly. Well, any of the roses, actually. But uh, you don't want to uh, prune them late in the, in the season. You don't want to go out in November and December and start cutting on them because it could still be warm enough to stimulate growth. And you don't yes. want new growth going into weather like this. For sure, yeah. So,
1: yep. put them to bed and just let them go. What Bury them and let them go.
2: What about rose cones?
1: Rose cones, uh, there's <laughs> some controversy over it. Uh, basically, what happens? It's a, it creates a greenhouse effect. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Like it, it creates its own little. Was it macro environment? It's a micro. Micro environment? So it gets
1: warm and toasty when the sun's out. And then what does the plant want to do? It wants to start to wake up and put out leaves.
0: Okay. And you don't want that. Okay. So maybe just don't use the rose cones.
2: The rose cones are probably not the best. Mm -hmm. If it's all you've got, then use it. But it's probably not the best. And you know what? Um, A lot of the rose cones today... Are starting to have vents in them to let the heat out so that it doesn't build up and create that um, artificial environment. So, um, anything that just keeps the the wind off of the plants, burlap, wrap them in burlap. Burlap. Uh, You know, like John said, a boatload of mulch works really well Uh, around the base of it.
1: And it doesn't have to be wood chips, it can be shredded leaves as long as it's, uh, you know, deep. And the, the burlap is great. I've had a lot of people have success with that. Uh, another plant that we should talk about—what we did a, touched on a little bit last week—was the microphylla hydrangea. Oh yeah. Where they tend to um, sometimes, when it's super cold like this, they will die out all the way to the ground, and yep. sometimes you'll lose your blooms for next year. So
2: that—that's the one hydrangea that uh, historically had bloomed. Only on old wood. Uh, some of the newer varieties bloom on old wood and new wood. So even if it does die back to the ground, the the new growth will perhaps have flowers on it. That's good. Notice that wasn't too definitive. Perhaps <laughs> yeah, have perhaps, flowers.
0: Perhaps yes. <laughs> the goal in mind. Yeah, it's the goal. All right, we have a text uh, which you can send us at three five one five three five seven. Uh, and it asks when will you be getting in your small terrarium plants, and will you be having any classes on making terrariums this year?
1: Well, so I, you our guys
0: have been able to do that before, and it's so fun. And I yeah. know the with the whole pandemic thing happening, I, yeah, it's it, it's been little, difficult
2: to little, put uh, things like that together. Yeah. To yeah,
1: have that that small group of people gathered together.
3: However. So
1: addressing the the next shipment of tropical plants would be slated for around the first week of February. Nice.
2: And we always and you always get the small two-inch pots because they're so popular. Yeah. Just just are so yeah. There'll be a nice selection. Good. Yeah. Should be that first week.
0: Yeah. Well, and you still have some uh, plenty of. It beautiful selection right now house we have a lovely selection of plants
2: not such a big selection of the two inch like we usually do but mm-hmm. we have a lot of house plants mm-hmm. for sure mm-hmm.
1: yep. that's a fun activity for for winter to uh make the terrarium make
2: a terrarium but you know w- perhaps we won't be having a class probably not but there's certainly books and you can certainly google it
0: well something tells me if we if we asked you and begged you, maybe you might do a little tutorial. You could put on your website.
2: Oh, that's possible. Okay, good. We'll, yeah. we'll look into I'll that. I'll keep begging
0: then. <laughs> 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 but things terrariums—that's fun to do with kids too.
2: Sure, it is. Absolutely.
0: And and so, are there any just basic tips that you can share right now to keep in mind when when you want to put together a terrarium?
2: Of course. So drainage is important. Absolutely. Uh, You create that. You you create that because it's in a closed environment, your your container is. And that's with?
1: That would be with, you would want to use pebbles, which is like pea gravel size, small. And the most important thing is to add some horticultural charcoal as a layer as well. Okay. That has to do with... uh, Absorbing excess moisture and keeping the 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 funk down. Filtrated, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. And then we'll do uh, also uh, a layer of moss and then soil. I love moss. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's nothing new, though. <laughs> now,
0: as far as choosing the container, does it have to have an opening so it can get some air or... Is it okay to have one with a lid?
2: Yeah, typically in the past, most of ours have had a lid, the ones that we've we've displayed, uh, but it doesn't have to. Okay. But you know what works well in the ones that don't have lids are, are cacti and succulents. They do well. In that kind of environment, which is a little, a, another whole thing, c- creating that environment, yeah. um, the, the drainage, the sand. You can get different colors and different textures oh, of sand right. and pebbles. And I, it's really a fun thing. So mm-hmm. uh, whether you're using tropical plants or um, cactus, it's fun. Yeah.
1: Okay. Totally yeah. different look. Absolutely, it is. Yeah, it is fun. It is. And terrariums have been around since, you know, the early... 1800s, or even maybe before that's kind of the the Victorian era was one where they sort of. I was really young then. I don't embrace plants. Uh. Three five six nine three
0: nine seven is our phone number. Three five one five three five seven is our text line for plant experts live at Prairie Gardens. Someone is texting in asking what they should do with their asparagus over the winter.
2: I, I think uh, m- most people recommend not cutting it down f- until spring.
1: I would agree with that, yes. Yeah. And
2: and pulling soil up around the crown, kind of like you're doing the roses.
0: Okay. Do you want to do those like another foot, foot and a half? I don't think that much.
1: No, but no, four, I think. twelve inches? Yeah, I inches. think so.
2: Yeah, maybe yeah. four inches. Okay. You Asparagus hikes to be deep.
1: Yeah, it does, and especially uh, compost is a great great addition oh gosh, to yeah. add on and then uh, if you want to use some wood chips that's great or mulch leaves
0: okay yeah i hadn't even thought about that we and could be
2: feeding them
1: then,
0: then what what, what
1: happens if 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 you're cutting down you have to think about it those stems are are kind of large and hollow uh-huh. so it allows uh you know cold and, and in moisture, moisture to yeah. get down into the roots which you don't want Yep. Yeah. okay
2: but about the same time you're cutting ornamental grasses down you cut the asparagus down so it's late winter very early spring you start thinking about doing that okay and yeah. then
1: because the uh, asparagus is kind of a fairly early crop
2: yeah you really have to be on top of that well they both well no grasses aren't that
1: early but no asparagus
2: more. certainly is yeah a colder weather crop cool cool
1: uh, weather <laughs> cooler tolerant you yeah. i see
0: I stand corrected.
2: Asparagus, ooh, yum. Yum. yum.
0: Yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, 3569397 is our phone number or you can text 3515357 for plant experts live at Prairie Garden.
2: John, you know what else I like to do this time of year? What? I like to sit and look out into my garden and plan what I'm going to do next year. Yeah. This is the time of year to start designing and getting um hardscape in place. Or oh. or trees. Just anything that's gonna be structural is this is the time to especially do that.
0: Yeah.
2: Or if you want to try a new color, try to imagine a color of annuals or perennials or it's a fun time to do this. That's a good suggestion. It gets you all worked up about spring. <laughs> let's go. It let's does. do it
1: <laughs> I think that's really an important point where if you have uh, a window to look outside, and you're inside and looking out and trying to enjoy your garden for all seasons, winter, winter as well.
2: It's, oh, that's good. Yeah, absolutely. You know,
1: yeah. So, I,
2: <laughs> my husband actually noticed the bark on a tree. Okay, the tree's been there 15 years, but he just noticed it a couple <laughs> oh, of weeks ago. How,
0: how <laughs> wonderful, though! I know.
2: He
3: did notice it. It, it, it
2: just. It, <laughs> It was just like that. Uh, uh, what? <laughs> but it's an important thing to, to think about 12 months of the year, not just our growing season. We have um, three, maybe four months that are kind of eh. Mm-hmm. So you want to think about bark and structure, berries, cones, those kinds of things that can be added to your garden with the right kind of plants. Yeah. And I, I actually saw a place in my yard is that there's no evergreens over there. What was I thinking? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Seriously. So So
0: now you get to sit and think, hmm, what would I want? I I already know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, what do you want? I want a
2: a Camicyprus nucatensis pendula. Oh, my. Yes. It's a weeping atlas cedar, or not atlas cedar, it's a a weeping uh, false cypress. Just a different species. I was
0: thinking a cypress.
2: Just a different species, totally but they're really guess. pretty. And I do have some on order. I just keep my fingers crossed that we get them in. So. Yeah. So there. Yeah. yeah.
1: Nice. That's one of the things that you've been working on the last few couple of months. Yes, is, I is ordering for plants, plants for, for next, spring. For, yeah. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. I'm ready. Let's do it. Just kind of finalizing and making sure that yeah. we're getting things. Better. Yeah,
2: making sure. Yeah. I've ordered it. It doesn't make, mean we're going to get it, but. Yeah. <laughs> How fun. Yeah, it is fun. That's kind wonderful! Of really, really awesome to be able to spend somebody else's money. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's it's just an exciting time of the year. It's like it's like going shopping for Christmas trees the week after Christmas. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. you're
2: getting all ready for uh, twelve months away. Uh, so, I've been working on this process for several months now. But uh, right now is when it comes to a head. You know, you you're you're scrambling. Uh, toing and froing because most companies have a lot of places like this or landscapers that buy from them so they're running out of things or oh. things are being canceled and you've got new opportunities so you just have to be on it so it's kind of fun neat
0: see now I want to go back to when you are imagining and planning uh, your your gardens for the coming year what kinds of things do you I know you use photos as a tool.
2: Yes, for sure.
0: Do you ever sketch things out? Absolutely. Do you go to catalogs for inspiration? Absolutely. Magazines? Yes,
2: all those things. Okay. Absolutely. Um, Somebody else, it's like going to uh, plant conventions and you tour gardens and you think, oh my gosh, I wish I'd thought of that. Everybody has a different way of interpreting their garden. That's true. And, And it's not like you have to, Recreate the whole garden, but some little vignette that really, really grabs you. You know, um, I think you
0: seized on the word right there. Yeah, vignette. the vignette.
2: Yeah, uh, and, and that's kind of a the way to look at your yard. You don't want, to, you don't need to landscape the whole thing. You've got this the two thousand square feet of yard, and I got to landscape the whole thing this week. Don't do that. You know, think about the place that um, either bothers you the most or that you are going to see the most. Or that you're going to use the most. There's the something that's really important to you. That's yeah. where you start. Do that little vignette first. Move on to the next one. And each one's going to affect the other one. Each vignette. So it'll, it's kind of fun. Very it is. creative.
1: It is. And in, in with your planning, you want to make sure that, that you're determining the height and width of the maturity of, the plants that you're thinking about. Oh, oh you mean
0: the read mix. the labels? Read the labels. Oh my the gosh, surety of the plants.
1: <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> so cute. There's your keyword. <laughs> <laughs> that little shrub <laughs> is so cute.
2: Yes, yeah. exactly.
1: Uh, sometimes Let's put five of them together. Yeah,
2: why not? <laughs> yeah. Oh okay, because they can get twenty feet wide each, but you know what the heck. <laughs> um, that, but sometimes it happens because of the industry, uh like the camsippress mops the the yellow tree in my backyard, the yellow gold tree it it was sold for years as a four to five foot shrub, high hmm. and wide. Mine's easily eighteen feet tall, oh,
0: oh my goodness,
2: but it is stunning, I mean, it has a perfect conical shape, beautiful foliage Isn't i that it great? just it it really is.
1: Yeah. Some uh, I think sometimes the industry guidelines are, are telling you that mature width and height is is like a ten year projection. It's a, a
2: ten year projection, absolutely.
1: And then of course,
2: they don't stop. They never, never
1: stop growing. They don't
2: stop growing. <laughs> they'll
1: <laughs> slow down and not grow as much, but they'll still continue to grow. Absolutely,
2: yeah. Yeah. And when people uh, look at evergreens that are really small they were little tiny pots oh is this a miniature um uh, no <laughs> it's just a young one <laughs> so it's the, the designation of a miniature a dwarf um or whatever it is that the designation is is about the how much it grows in one year so if it, something grows less than an inch a year that's pretty small that's yeah, a sure. very slow grower so in 10 years you've got five inches of growth inches. Nice. Yeah. So those those manageable. are manageable. Those are considered dwarf. Um and then there's uh like uh Thuyu Green Giant, mm-hmm. uh Arborvitae green giant. It grows maybe two, three feet a year, maybe more. Yeah. Wow. Feet. So yeah. it it's not a miniature. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> but just because it's a small plant and in a small pot doesn't mean it's a miniature. Okay.
0: All right. So, so yeah, that's fun. something yeah. to keep in mind. Yeah, it is. Three five six nine three nine seven is our phone number for plant experts live at Prairie Gardens. Uh, let's go to the phone lines where Mary is calling in from
3: Tuscola.
0: Good morning, Mary.
3: Good morning, gang. Hey, morning, Mary.
0: Um,
3: I was wondering, is the star magnolia any relative to like? The pussy willow. No. Well, the reason That's I ask. Yeah. Uh, we have some in the neighborhood, and they bloom beautifully, as everybody knows. But this fall, and I didn't notice it, but the the ones that I've walked by are much bigger now, you know, than they were. And I did notice it this fall, and right now even, where the the, they're still growing and the little things on them look like pussy
2: willows. Oh yes. yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah, 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 Mary. You know, it. those are those are the buds for next year. The flower, flower well, buds that's coming Yeah, I for wondered. Next year. Yeah, that's well, what it is. Isn't that it? Is. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're, yeah.
1: That's they, they absolutely they right. Do have that similar they're, look.
2: Yeah, they're real pubescent the 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 on the outside of the bud um just like a pussy willow. Yeah, that's uh-huh. true, but no they
3: they're not family. Uh-uh. <laughs>
2: well,
3: and I have an interesting story I, I'm full oh, of stories I'm old uh, We moved to a new uh, addition and uh, in the spring and that winter and we had put out um, some shrubs for across our backyard behind us was a bean slash cornfield at the time because <laughs> I was just beginning to be developed but anyway and we We left at dark in the morning, got home after dark at night. We leave about 6 o'clock in the morning, get home around 5. So we never really saw it in daylight. (laughs) uh,
0: (laughs) I can't wait to see where this is going.
3: (laughs) We got a huge snow, and it just piled like, uh, like a, I'll say it wasn't stair steps, but like a stair step up the back of those. Uh, shrubs. <laughs> and when spring got here and that all melted, the shrubs were eaten off just like stair steps. Oh, yes. Oh, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, those rabbits and deer. You may yeah. have deer
2: too at the time. Yeah. Where it was yeah.
3: low, you know, I, I guess yep. the way the wind blew it, it just came down west, you know, kind of low. Yep. And they just, and you could see where they'd walked up that uh, drift. That stair
2: step—that was convenient, yeah. wasn't it? <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, like we were talking about birds, that they—all the animals need food and water in the winter time too. So,
3: yeah, that's—and
2: you—and you, and that's you right. provided that, didn't you, Mary?
3: <laughs> yes, we did. And <laughs> oh, that's funny. we are going to be so generous. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: great. Certainly uh, changed the shape of the plants, didn't it?
3: <laughs> yes, it did. And, and, you know, you couldn't trim the others. They were taller, and this little thing was maybe a foot to 18 inches off the ground. Oh, oh, oh wow. my. They someone. really were hungry, weren't they? That's crazy. Yeah, they were. So, anyway, I That's that good. when you were talking about rabbits, you know, and stuff, eating yep. things, it just brought to mind that. I'd even forgot about it, but I had to share <laughs> my story. Thank you. Laughing. Absolutely.
1: Thanks for sharing. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you girl, you guys have a great day and a weekend, Thanks. and uh, stay in, stay warm, and don't fall on the ice. Well, we're sure trying. All right. that. You. Absolutely, you do the
0: same. It's great to hear from you, Mary. Thanks.
3: Hey, <laughs> okay. good talking to you. Bye bye. Ah, like we,
0: sweetie. Bye <laughs> bye. Three five six nine three nine seven. If you want to give us a call and talk to the plant experts here at Prairie Gardens, I got a
2: perfect image of this. This. Uh, Stair stuff, yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and that, that made me think of a story of uh, some friends of mine that had just started collecting conifers, and they they were small, you know, between six inches and maybe three feet tall. And one winter we got a, a, a snow that was probably ten inches, and you could just see where, where the rabbits walked up on top of the snow and ate the evergreens off. Oh no. It was just crazy. I felt so yeah. bad for them. But you know, there was m- good plant below the snow, so they flushed out again, but they're not, you know, mostly they're not fast growers, so it's yeah, like not really. Possibly. Oh gosh. I know. <laughs> rabbits. Wabbits.
1: Wabbits. Silly wabbits. It's so Constant battle, isn't
2: it? Yeah, there's always something going on in the garden, you know, yeah. whether it's deer or rabbits or squirrels insects, or insects, disease. <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So just got that, but that's the challenge. That's the part of the fun of gardening. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is. Absolutely. Because mm-hmm. sometimes it creates a new opportunity to change things.
2: Oh, my gosh, yes. I'm really getting into sun gardening.
0: Oh, you are now that you've lost your tree. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, good. I'm glad you're adjusting. <laughs> some of us take a, a little longer than, tree. than others.
1: <laughs> it,
2: was a huge tree. Yeah, it was a huge tree. It a
0: huge tree. That probably oh, took quite it, some time to establish yeah, and get used to it. It just makes such a
1: difference. Oh, my gosh. Yeah.
2: And I, I swear I didn't plant it, but it was 85, 90 years old, something like that. <gasps> oh. And I didn't plant it.
0: Oh. That's <laughs> crushing.
2: Yeah. It was a huge tree, but I, th- there's a lot of those in my neighborhood. Yeah really neat yeah except that when you get a large population this is something about um landscape design that we we should keep in mind is that you don't want to put a lot of the same genus in a landscape um, especially trees and shrubs because if you have a large population it invites um, pathogens insects that particularly like think if you had a, a backyard full of japanese maples the japanese beetles would be like going crazy over mm-hmm. them. and or 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 some disease that would come into them some particular uh, Oaks have a couple of problems that uh, it, it only happens to them so you've know, you got a lot of oak trees you're gonna have problems yeah. so you know mix it up and that's
1: what happened, be diverse sure that's what happened with we saw with the ash trees
2: emerald ash bore yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely
1: fine. previous before that was the elm disease. The American disease. elms. Yeah.
2: I, I remember when that came through our community here in Champaign-Urbana. Yeah. It was, uh, wow, all those trees are gone. What happened to oh, them? Oh, it just,
0: yeah, it's painful. Yeah. And, and The golf courses, especially like in Rantoul. Yeah. Oh.
2: It, it's it's amazing how much, um, uh, what's the right word, strength the tree gives to us. You know, just looking at it, watching it grow and go through the seasons, um, and when it's gone, it's like wow. There's That's, a big hole in the sky. You're right. And and I, in my front yard, I cut down that tree, but it didn't just affect me. It's like everybody that walks through the neighborhood or the neighbors who would look at it every day. You know, so yeah, yeah. they're they're a huge part of our lives.
1: It's Absolutely. a it, it's it's it was almost like an umbrella of protection. Yes, actually, and then and then it affects obviously now. It's going to affect. Your, your heating and cooling bills. Oh, thank you very much, sir. <laughs> Especially your, your cooling bills. That's huge. Where you have huge. that canopy of that, yes. that shade during the summer. That's exactly right. So, yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: thanks.
0: <laughs> but I'm glad you're enjoying the sun gardening. All right, then.
1: <laughs>
2: There's always a silver lining, right? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it, it, it's interesting how um, nature provides protection in a lot of different ways. trees are like that too not only is it just shade protection um it can be like an emotional support oh that's what i was saying it just we just get so
1: what makes you feel secure it does don't don't you love to just go sit under a tree oh yeah oh my gosh
2: i i had this bench right on the public sidewalk just on my property that was under this tree so people could just stop and sit if they wanted to now there's no tree (laughs) Bench is still there if you want to sit in the sun.
0: Yeah, but, but nobody wants to sit there anymore. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you need
0: to get your tree back.
2: <laughs> but trees, trees are part of uh, creating microclimates.
0: I can, yeah. S- yeah.
2: Okay, so it, you know, kind of the wind is uh, disturbed as it blows through. Mm-hmm. Uh, the frost doesn't fall on the ground as badly under a tree as it as. Uh, if there were no tree, yeah,
3: okay. there's a lot That's of true.
2: a lot of reasons. Trees are very very beneficial to gardeners. There's a lot of reasons they're not too, but there's good ones too. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. All right. Good.
2: Well, the show
0: is almost over. No, I know. Whoa well, oh, by golly, there's the music. I was psychic. <laughs> <laughs> I called it before the music started. <laughs> so next week, I know we're going to have some cool things to talk about, yes. like
1: Yeah, I think I think I'd love to continue our discussion about the the winter landscaping. Oh, for sure. Yeah, right. landscaping and planning for four seasons. So, yes. Yeah. yeah. Definitely.
2: Yeah. Okay. So next week, tune in. Right. Sounds great. Yes. Okay. All
0: right. Thanks you guys. You've been listening to Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens with Marianne Metz and John Wise Garver. I'm Tamara McDaniel. Our executive producer is Dave Leek. We have Saturday Sports Talk up next. And a podcast of this show will be available later today at wdws.com. Just click on multimedia and you'll find us with podcasts. Thank you so much for listening. Be careful driving this weekend and have a good one.